Please be aware that the content of this podcast is only for professional investors in Austria, Belgium, Germany, Spain, France, Italy, the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, Luxembourg, Denmark, Norway, Portugal, and Sweden. It is not addressed to retail investors or to any U.S. person. Hello and welcome everyone to our podcast series, The Spotlight. I'm your host, Friederike Schnabel. Thanks a lot for tuning in today. I'm joined by Paul Holmes, Head of Business Development at Lumina. Paul, Lumina is one of the world's leading fund platforms for alternative investment strategies. Could you begin by telling us a bit more about the company? For example, what kind of strategies are offered by Lumina? Is there a particular Lumina style? Well, um, the Lumina story began in, in 2007, first under the ownership of, of Merrill Lynch, then Bank of America, where we built a pioneering USITS fund platform where we brought best of breed alternative investment strategies to the USITS marketplace for the very first time. If you fast forward to 2018, we moved the business to Generali Investments, which has brought us a new exciting chapter for the platform, allowing us to build on our institutional pedigree while continuing to be a pioneer in the, in the liquid alt space. I think one of the hallmarks of our success over the years has been the ability to provide access to the most diverse offering in terms of liquid alt strategies, spanning equity long short, event driven, market neutral, multi-strategy, credit long short, uh, macro, CTA, merger arbitrage, commodity, even volatility. You know, we have, a, I think, a breadth of type and style of managers that others really can't match. We also you know, have a well-established origination team that between them has decades of experience in the hedge fund and, and wider banking markets. And we perform a rigorous quantitative analysis on all the managers. But essentially, our core strength lies in understanding a manager's edge and their ability to deliver alpha across a whole range of market conditions. I think ultimately, it's the quality of the managers that's enabled us to gather the more than $18 billion of, of investor assets that we currently manage. Thank you, Paul. Let's focus now on some flagship strategies of the Lumina Luxembourg fund range. The strength of the reflation trade has bubbled recently, with US Treasury yields plunging in the past few weeks. How are you approaching inflation in the Lumina PSAM Global Events Usage Fund? Do you expect inflation to be structural and embedded, or will it be a passing phenomenon? And where are you finding opportunities in such uncertainty? I think the, the question of whether current inflation is transitory or structural is it's the million-dollar question for many investors right now. I think through the lens of PSAM, though, we really see a minimal impact on the fund's investments. You know, PSAM don't invest based on predicting the outcome of macroeconomic factors like the inflation rate. Um, their focus is on how transformational corporate events will result in a positive price impact to the securities they're buying. You know, PSAM always hedged the portfolio for idiosyncratic risk, along with an overlay for the tail risk derived from the direction of macro factors. That's because event-driven investments have exhibited a low correlation to markets in general. Also, you know, consider that the average duration of the investments in the PSAM portfolio range from four to well, typically 10 months, you know, thereby mitigating the impact of, of long-term factors. I think right now, PSAM are focusing on companies that will see a recovery in their operations as economies reopen, like air travel and car rentals, as well as companies in the energy sector that will see benefits in the trend to greener systems to generate electricity. 
In addition, they're looking to companies that are executing a transformational plan to increase their ESG profile, and as a result, command higher valuations. In the immediate term, with yields so low and volatility in the fixed income derivative space also low, you know, PSAM have taken advantage to further protect the portfolio for any inflation or interest rate scares. How does the Lumina Bofa MLCX Commodity Alpha Usage Fund make consistent returns independent of whether underlying commodity prices are rising or falling? Yeah, I mean, the, the Commodity Alpha Fund is tracking a systematic strategy which tries to extract the storage premium from commodity forward curves, an approach we've been doing for more than 10 years. You know, such a premium exists irrespective of prices going up or down because it is intrinsic in the physical nature of the commodity markets. As such, the Commodity Alpha Fund has been able to deliver positive returns in bearish and bullish market environments. This is quite clear right? when we when we look at the live track record of the fund, which has been returning positively in years like 2010, 2016, 2019, when commodity markets went up between 10 and 15 percent, you know, as well as in years like 2011, 2018, when commodity prices fell by a similar amount. You know, performance over the first half of, of 2020 versus the first half of 21 is a more recent reminder of the market neutral nature of the commodity alpha's returns. Having said all that, history has clearly shown that the defensive nature of this fund and the fact that it's able to accrue higher returns during bearish market environments, simply because at those times the storage premium is higher. When supply runs above demand, storage levels tend to increase and so does its marginal cost, which enhances the alpha opportunity for the strategy. You know, I think clearly, the premium being harvested here is, is not risk-free, and there are market scenarios in which the strategy would perform negatively. Uh, those are generally situations when commodity prices spike very aggressively over a short period of time. This is because the commodity forward curves can flip into super backwardation on the back of supply shortages or unexpected demand shifts with corresponding negative spot return attributions for the strategy. The second half of April this year was a reminder that such events can happen, including in the current market environment, and, and need to be taken into account and monitored by the fund's investors. You know, that said, this has been one of our most consistent performing funds over the past 10 years across many market environments. Finally, is there any news we've missed that you'd like to share with our listeners about Lumina? Yeah, thank you. Um, perhaps a couple of developments that might be interesting for your listeners. Um, I mean, first, in, in June, we launched a multi-strategy USITS fund with US-based manager Weiss, uh, launching with more than $70 million of seed money from external clients. Um, that fund provides access to a daily liquidity, um, actively managed, market-neutral, multi-strategy investment designed to achieve attractive and consistent risk-adjusted returns with, with moderate volatility, lower drawdowns, and reduce long-term correlation to equity bond and hedge fund markets. You know, the strategy employs a, a rigorous risk-controlled approach to a range of liquid, diversified, and independent sub-strategies. Perhaps helpfully for investors, the USITS fund is actually a clone of an existing daily liquidity fund that Weiss have been running in the US for more than five years now. So a track record and proof of concept is, is available to investors even now. Um, and perhaps finally, you know, Lumina continues to work meaningfully to contribute to the global focus around ESG. We've recently become a UNPRI signatory and have established two of our products as Article 8 funds under the new SFDR regulation, 
we're looking at both new opportunities and existing funds to consider how we make a further impact in this space with a greater range of genuine ESG-focused funds, be that Article 8 or, or Article 9. It's a new topic for many alternative investment managers, but one we intend to be at the forefront in during the months and years ahead. Thank you, Paul, for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you all for tuning in and hear you soon.